Welcome to the Service Marketing Secrets Podcast, where we uncover the marketing strategies and hacks to help you get more leads and grow your service business. I'm your host, Jared DeVolk, Service Marketing Guide. Let's get right to it. Welcome to Episode 7, What is Content Marketing? I'm sure you've probably heard that term before, and we mentioned it in a previous episode when we talked about SEO as a broad topic. So that term content marketing has it's it's a one of those buzzwords that's been thrown around in the digital marketing space so let's define it before we get started content marketing is the process of planning creating distributing sharing and publishing content to reach your target audience it can boost factors like brand awareness sales reach interactions and loyalty now why is content marketing so important you know, content marketing can help your business with the following. It can educate your leads and prospects about the products and services you offer. It can boost conversions on your lead generation strategies. It can build relationships between your customers and business that result in increased loyalty. It can show your audience how your products and services actually solve their challenges. And it can create a sense of community around your brand. Uh, so, you know, some of the more common types of content marketing, uh, the first one is social media content marketing. You know, there's over 3.6 billion global social media users. It's easy to understand why so many businesses invest in social media marketing. There are a number of different platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Snapchat, uh, and, you know, there's also a lot of other platforms that are that are coming on to play that are um, that are trying to overtake the the big ones um, that you know allow more increased privacy, but you know those are just the main ones to name a few. And there's also several ways that you can share content on each of them. Uh, there's photos, live videos, pre-recorded videos, stories, and there's new ways that are coming every single day. The next form of content that we're going to talk about is infographics. Uh, infographics display content, uh, information, and, and data in an easy to understand uh, and a, a graphic format. With a mix of simple wording, short statements, uh, and clear images, infographics are a really great way to effectively communicate your content. They work well if you're trying to distill an educational and or complex topic down into um, into a way that your audience members can easily understand it. So if you're working with a lot of data, like for instance, when, when I work with marketing, or if I'm talking about, uh, like for instance, vehicle graphics, if you wrap a vehicle, it gets 30,000 impressions per day in a city like Nashville, Tennessee. Well, you know, I could put that into an infographic where I show a wrapped van and put 30,000 views beside it and put vehicle graphics up at the top. I don't put that, have to put that into a post where somebody actually has to take the time to read it. They can easily see the pictures and, you know, just think about it. It really hits down to our, our, cave men and cave women uh, you know mentality of pictures on on the cave walls it gives us the information we need it catches our attention 
uh, and it really hits your the primal part of your brain, which is what we're trying to do when it comes to marketing. The next form of content marketing we're going to discuss is blog uh, content marketing. This is one of the really interesting parts about uh, content marketing because it can really boost your SEO strategy. You know, blogs are a powerful type of inbound content, and it, it allows for a lot of creativity in terms of the purpose and topic. Uh, with a blog, you can do things like promote other internal and external content, uh, other articles via links, um, social share buttons, and incorporate product information. Uh, one thing you can also do is you can speak directly to problems that your customers are facing. I'll give you a great example. I spoke to to someone who uh, just came on board to a company and is leading their marketing, and we were talking about their digital marketing strategy and how we could be a resource to them. And one thing they asked me, you know, we got really comfortable during this conversation. And they shared with me that they were dealing with a sexual harassment issue with a former boss. And I was able to look up some information online uh, about you know sexual harassment, um, in, you know employer sexual harassment uh, situations in the state of Tennessee, which is where I'm located. And lo and behold, it pulled up a law firm that's based in Nashville who spoke about specific situations and what's what's qualified uh, under sexual harassment and what you can actually get uh, in terms of suing the employer for this. And the reason why that's so important is because, yes, I'm not dealing with a sexual harassment issue, but what if I were that person? What if this person did that search and pulled up this this website? Well, there's a good chance that that person is going to say, "Oh, okay, so this is what I could do." And looks like this this law firm knows exactly what they're talking about. I think I'll give them a call and see if they can help me. So that's how content marketing can really strengthen your position in a marketplace. Uh, and really answer some of the problems that your customers are are trying to solve. Um, and if you're showing that you actually are wanting to try to fix their issues before they even reach out to you, then they're going to have a lot of trust in your brand and your capabilities to solve that problem. People always say, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And blogs with content marketing, if done correctly, can communicate that to your target audience. Now, the next form of content is one of my personal favorite types of content, podcast content. Uh, in a 2020 survey, it was found that 37% of U.S. adults listen to a podcast within the last month. And for this reason, many businesses and media outlets have began creating and sharing their own podcast. Uh, you know, they allow for a lot of creativity as they can be about any topic of choice. Additionally, you determine other factors that are related to the podcast, such as, um, you know, the cadence of the episodes or who's on the podcast, where you advertise the podcast, how long the episodes are. 
you can really do anything you want with the platform. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts since I had an iPod Classic, for those who know what that is, um, you know, even before the iPhones were really a big thing. And I remember specifically having to plug my iPod, which at that time it was just basically an MP3 player, and I actually had to download all the shows that I wanted and load them into the the iPod so I could listen to them. Another great fact about podcasts is that on average, 45% of podcast listeners enjoy more than $250,000 in annual household income. So it's not like radio where you're blasting out to to rich and poor and middle class. You are getting your message out there to a lot of high-income earners, especially if you provide a luxury product or a high-ticket business product. There's a, a lot of good opportunities to reach people and get your message out there via a podcast. The next form of content we're going to talk about is video content. Uh, according to research done by HubSpot, over 50% of consumers say they want to see videos from the brands they interact with. You know, additionally, video marketing can boost conversions, improve uh, your ROI, and help you build relationships with audience members. And you can share this video on social media platforms, uh, on your websites and landing pages, and on other people's websites that you do some co-marketing with. You know, and there's places like YouTube that are great to, to add this content to. So if you're uh, an HVAC repair company and you want to talk about things you can do to extend the life of your HVAC or to take care of your HVAC, that's a good thing to show because chances are if you show people exactly what they need to do to take care of their HVAC system, sure, you might find those do-it-yourself you know, do uh, people that will actually do that stuff or they'll say oh I don't want to do that yeah let me call this company and um, you know so it can be a really great part of your strategy and help you build familiarity and authority with your target audience the next type of content marketing we're going to talk about is actual paid advertising so uh, you might see on social media that people will share white uh, white papers or you know guides or any kind of informational products that they're giving away for free through a Facebook ad, an Instagram ad, or a LinkedIn ad, or any ad on those platforms. Well, that's sharing content with you in a paid way. Um, it's a great way because you can you know with these paid platforms you can specifically target your perfect type of audience and even if you already have a social media following you can actually create look-alike audiences and target people that are like the people that already know like and trust you so that way you can get more of those people that are probably going to know like and trust you um, now you can uh, you can really reach a broad audience and allow you to position yourself in all the places you want to be seen with these paid ads. They're especially beneficial when you pair these paid content uh, ads with inbound marketing. 
So there's many places you can you can share that. You know, we talked about social media. You can put it on your landing pages. Um, you can put it in banner ads that appear on different websites, and um, you can also create what they call sponsored content on other websites. When it comes to creating your content marketing strategy, there's seven things that we do when creating this strategy. The first thing we do is set SMART goals. Now, SMART is an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. That means specific. You, you're setting real numbers with real deadlines. Don't say, I want more visitors. I want to produce more content. You say, I'm going to release one post per day or two posts per week or whatever that number is. Uh, measurable. You have to make sure that you can track your goal. You know, don't hide behind, you know, you're creating social influence or you're getting customers to engage with your brand saying, I'm getting X number of traffic or I'm getting this many likes or this many shares or this many comments or even talk about leads that you're getting from it. Uh, you know, they have to be measurable. Uh, attainable, you know, you want a goal that's challenging, but you do want a goal when it comes to your content marketing strategy that's actually attainable. Uh, you, you don't want to try to take over the world all in one night. Because remember, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, and then realistic, you know, you have to be honest with yourself because only you know what you and your team are capable of. Don't forget any hurdles you may have to overcome. If you're a one-person show and you're trying to manage sales and fulfillment and all the other aspects of owning a business and you're worried about trying to pitch, you know, put out content every single day, that could be extremely daunting and you know you might get two weeks into it and say, screw this, I'm not doing it. Um, and then give yourself a deadline. Get, make, make your goal time bound. Uh, don't keep pushing towards a goal you might hit someday. Say, I'm my goal, like for this podcast, my goal is to put out 20 episodes before 2021. Um, and I'm going to accomplish that by doing one every single week. And I do them every Saturday morning because that works really well for my schedule. I don't have really any kind of um, appointment or any kind of responsibilities, quote unquote, on Saturday morning. So I get up and I go down to my office and I record. Uh, so, you know, you have to make sure you're setting those SMART goals. Some examples of SMART goals are with content marketing are to improve your brand awareness, to boost revenue, increase conversions, improve brand loyalty, increase customer engagement, build rapport and trust among prospects and customers, and attract strategic partners. Now the next thing when determining a content marketing strategy is to determine your KPIs. Um, KPI is a, another acronym that stands for key performance indicators. Um, those are quantifiable data points you can use to measure your actual performance uh, against your goal. So with brand awareness, 
uh, a, you know, that's your smart goal. A related KPI could be site traffic, social media followers, subscription signups, mentions uh, by customers and partners. Um, you know, for a smart goal for revenue, it, you could be looking at daily sales or site traffic or annual revenue. Uh, for conversions, uh, you could be looking at conversion rate, shopping cart abandonment rate, associated shipping rate trends, competitive price trends, um, brand loyalty. You could be looking at returning customers, promoters, product reviews, referrals. Uh, for customer engagement, you can look at likes, shares, follows, mentions, backlinks, um, you know, for rapport and trust. There's, you know, returning customers, promoters, followers, mentions, um, strategic partnerships. That's easy. New partnerships, mentions, backlinks. So you can see how a lot of these KPIs will overlap on some of the different goals that you're you're looking to try to achieve. It really just depends on what your specific business is and um, how your lead generation and customer attraction strategy works. The next thing when developing the content marketing strategy is deciding on what type of content you're going to use. Um, you really need to think about your target audience and the persona or the profile of your perfect buyer. So to do this, you need to answer the following questions about your target audience in order to help you narrow down the right types of content for them. What do they need from you? What challenges are they looking to overcome? Why do they need your product or service? How can you help them succeed? Where do they spend their time? So now that you've answered some of these questions, you need to kind of think back to some of the different forms of content marketing we discussed to decide which types of content you'll create. Um, and then you'll create content that's tailored to their problems, their needs, their desires, you know, what keeps them up at night, what's in it for them. Remember, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. After you've decided what content you're going to choose, we're going to move on to the next part of the strategy is choosing the channels that you're going to put your content out on. For some of the types of content types, the channel you need to work with will be obvious. For example, if you are targeting people that, um, that do a lot of Google searches for like DIY searches, well then, um, like for instance, how to fix or why is my HVAC system broken? Well, that's going to be great on Google and YouTube because you can create a video on YouTube that kind of goes through all the specific things so that way people can watch and do, and, and kind of go through the, the list of things that could be wrong. And then, you know, if they're perplexed at that point, then say, hey, Give us a call or call your your preferred HVAC contractor. Another thing is if you are an employment law attorney, like we talked about earlier, and you target people who have done searches on for specific things such as defamation and libel, um, you can actually target those people on social media and say, hey, here's your free guide to 
preventing you from getting screwed by your employer when getting fired. You know, something like that that catches their attention on social media and is really targeted to that audience. Um, the next thing you're going to do when creating that strategy is you're going to set a budget. You know, you're going to think about the type of content you're creating and which channels you're marketing that content on and ask yourself the following questions to determine your budget. Do you need to purchase any software or technology to create the content or hire any graphic designers to create that content? Um, such software could be uh, graphic design software like Adobe Photoshop or Illustrator or subscription to a um, you know one of the other types of um, content generation software out there that I recommend to a lot of beginners is called Canva. Um, do you need a high quality camera to take photos and videos? Um, do you need to hire any content marketers or um, or artists or writers or editors? Uh, do you need to pay for ad space to put this content out there? You know, are, are you running Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads or Instagram ads or Pinterest ads to get your message out there? Do you need access to specific tools or resources to enhance or measure your specific type of content? Um, you know, there's, a lots, there's lots of tools out there, social analytics tools that kind of help you with what your reach is, what your engagement is, and just give you some more data on how you're performing. So you need to really answer these questions because they are going to heavily impact your budget, uh, whether that's an increase or de decrease in what you may have already estimated. The next thing is to create and distribute the content. Um, so you'll want to do this so your audience members can consume it and possibly convert to customers. To ensure you're consistently producing content and sharing it among your prospects and customers, uh, we advise, and we use this for all of our customers, um, we advise to use a social media calendar or editorial content calendar. This will help your team stay on top of all the content being created as well as allow you to schedule it ahead of time. Just a, a quick um, you know, pro tip to help you out. Um, we like to do all of our content at one time and then schedule it out. Because if you actually have to make time every single day in your busy day to sit down, creatively think of content, and post it all in one time, that's daunting. I mean, th that trying to work that into your schedule, I will guarantee you I've tried it before. What you're going to end up doing is some type of emergency is going to come up and you're not going to do it promise that's how that's what's going to happen you're better off trying to write out five posts in one session and then schedule posting them or use a tool like Hootsuite or some other tools out there to actually post your stuff on a schedule exactly when you want it um, it just works out a whole lot better when you do it that way um, and even with my podcast what I'll do is when I'm doing a podcast on a Saturday I'll record two or three episodes. That way, I can keep myself, uh, you know, uh, you know, I won't get behind the ball. I'll be ahead of the game, 
and then I just have to go and every Saturday when I come in to record, I'll post the content that's supposed to release that day and I'll still record new content so that way I'm not rushed and I can think creatively. Not to mention when you get in that creative mood and you can start creating content, it's best to, to take advantage of that time when you have it and just as produce as much content as you can. So the next thing is to analyze and measure the results. You want to make any necessary changes to enhance your content marketing efforts and reach more audience members. So look at your SMART goals and your KPIs to determine the success of your content marketing strategy. Did you achieve your goals and KPIs? Were you close to reaching them? Were you off in your estimations? So just a recap of covering your content marketing strategy. Uh, there's seven things that, that we use. Number one, we set SMART goals. Number two, we determine the specific KPIs or key performance indicators. Number three, we choose your content channels. Number four, decide on the type of content you'd like to put out there for your audience. Number five, set a budget. Number six, create and distribute the content. And then number seven, analyze and measure results. Y'all, content marketing is a great way to build trust and familiarity, especially in the top part of your funnel, and really establish yourself as an authority in, in your space with your target audience. Uh, Y'all, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is Google Ads, and those are the pay-per-click ads we're going to talk about budgets and um, you know what what it costs how it works uh, and we're going to kind of go into detail on that and this is an area that I really have a lot of experience on both from the strategy and the implementation side so I'm looking forward to it uh, thank you so much for listening to episode eight of the service marketing secrets podcast and again I'm your host Jared Devalk, your service marketing guide y'all take it easy